A very warm welcome to you, our dear listener. This is the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamukwa. We are more than glad that you are tuned in. Today, Charles Omondi will be talking about meningitis on Health Talk. Then, later on, Sister Becky will join us in the Bible segment with the topic, PL of Great Price. But first, let's get the song, Lost in the Night, by Faith for Today Quartet. Stay tuned. Lost in the night. Dear listener, that was Lost in the Night by Faith for Today Quartet. You're listening to the new live program. Here comes Charles Omondi with more on meningitis. Remember, health is wealth. Stay tuned and be on the know. Meningitis is an inflammation of the meninges, which is the membrane that covers the brain and spinal cord. Although it is quite a rare disease, it is one that many people worry about. It is caused by a bacterial or a viral infection. Meningitis is most often caused by bacterial infection. It is usually contracted by direct contact with a healthy carrier or by airborne droplets from a healthy carrier. What seems so spectacular about this disease is the fact that a person with the disease seldom spreads it. 
Its incubation period is one to seven days. Meningitis may also be a complication of a skull fracture if the fracture has extended into the nose, middle ear, or nasal sinus. Sometimes, meningitis follows an upper respiratory tract infection or middle ear infection. Its characteristic symptoms are moderate to high fever, headache, vomiting, prostration, convulsions, and a stiff neck where a person cannot touch his chin to his neck with his mouth closed. The tripod sign in which a person sits with his hands braced behind for support is typical. Publish red spots called petitia scattered over the body together with fever indicate a probable meningococcus infection. Let us now consider the two main types of this disease. The first is bacterial meningitis. This is the most serious type and usually affects children under five. There are three main forms of this, namely meningococcal, pneumococcal and streptococcal. Hemophilus influenza used to be a cause of bacterial meningitis but is now extremely rare due to widespread vaccination. The bacteria that cause meningitis can also cause life-threatening blood poisoning known as septicemia. Any child suspected of having bacterial meningitis or septicemia needs to be seen urgently in hospital and treated with the appropriate antibiotics. Although most children do make good recoveries, about 10% of cases are fatal, and some children may be left with either some form of brain damage or deafness. The second type is viral meningitis. This tends to occur in cold and rainy months and has symptoms that are similar to flu. Viral meningitis does not need any specific treatment and usually clears up after a week or two. How then can one spot this deadly disease? The symptoms of meningitis can appear in any order. Not all the infected persons will have all the signs. Some will get a combination of both sets of symptoms. A baby or young child with meningitis will usually get ill very quickly, so trust your instincts. If you suspect a child may have meningitis or septicemia, seek urgent medical attention. Do not wait. Take your baby to the nearest clinic or hospital. Septicemia often starts with nonspecific flu-like symptoms such as rash, fever and vomiting, rapid breathing, joint or muscle pain, abdominal pain accompanied by diarrhea and drowsiness or semi-consciousness. The following symptoms usually appear once meningitis takes hold. Severe headache, stiff neck, dislike of bright lights, fever and vomiting, drowsiness, semi-consciousness and a rash. The diagnosis can only be made with certainty by testing spinal fluid obtained by a spinal tap known as lumbar puncture. An old-fashioned test known as the tumbler test can also do at home. If a glass tumbler is pressed firmly against a septicemia rash, the rash will not fade and will remain firmly visible through the glass unlike other rashes. If you see this, seek urgent medical help. Meningitis is a medical emergency in which hours, if not minutes, count. Do not attempt any home treatment, but rush the patient to the hospital immediately. The doctor will take complete history of the patient and perform a physical and neurological examination. 
This may be followed by a lumbar puncture. The spinal fluid will be examined for cells, bacteria, and abnormal chemical components. This is the only way to differentiate between meningitis and encephalitis, which is also a life-threatening disease. A culture of spinal fluid, blood, nose and throat mucus and petechia may also be done. Immediately following the lumbar puncture and cultures, or beforehand, if the person is seriously ill, the doctors may administer intravenous fluids and antibiotics. The unnecessary use of antibiotics for upper respiratory tract infections may mask the onset of meningitis. A patient who is prostrated with fever and a stiff neck and has petechia on the body is in danger and should be taken to hospital immediately. Do not attempt home treatment or wait for the person to get better. For those of you who are just joining us, this is the New Life Program with me, Monica Kamoko, your host, coming to you live from the Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Always a pleasure to have you with us. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 001100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us at awr nairobi at ekuadventist you are listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel. Son of my soul, thou Savior dear, it is not night if thou be Listener, thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. And now, please join me as I welcome Sister Becky for the Bible segment. Be blessed.
It is a privilege to learn and find time to study God's word. The Bible has been given to us. It is a book that has been fought by many. Blood has been shed for its preservation. It is sad that we do not understand that this book that we lightly regard has come to us at so great a price. Now, if you have your Bible, make it your custom to study it always. If you know God and you desire to do His will, make it your custom to seek Him in prayer. Becky Arunga is my name. Let us pray. O Lord, our God, how marvelous and excellent are your deeds. Now this one more time, we want to be taught about the nature of your kingdom. Abide with us, Lord. Let us know you and serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. I am amazed at the depictions given by Christ Jesus regarding the kingdom of God. So powerful statements have been made by Christ himself. And because Christ Jesus was without sin, I am persuaded he did not lie to us. All he spoke is the truth that is able to make us free. The parables of Jesus are a meditation. They are stories that keep us in check and allow us to comprehend spiritual things in a simpler way. Now, Matthew 13:45 is bringing to us a perspective where the parable, or rather the kingdom of God, is like unto a pearl. So let us see what scripture says. Matthew 13, 45 and 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Remember, some parables Jesus explained on his own motion. Others, his disciples sought for an explanation. Yet others have never been explained by Christ himself. But as often as we study his word, his spirit of truth impresses upon our mind that which we must know. And this is one of those parables where Christ didn't give an explanation, but we can understand scripture. For therein is God's revelation to us. Matthew thirteen forty five. let us just see what once again it says. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Stopping at that, a merchant is one who engages in trade. More often than not, it is on a large scale. It is a trade that may even supersede international borders, original borders. It is not some petty subsistence trade. And so we are told that the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Remember, this merchant was not seeking one pearl. He was absorbed in the business of seeking beautiful pearls. That is what his task and life work was. The business of looking and seeking beautiful pearls. But then one thing comes out in verse 46. Who, when he had found one pearl of great price. I mean, he was in the business of seeking beautiful pearls. But in the course of seeking, he found one pearl of great price. And we are told that he went and sold all that he had and bought it. I'm trying to wonder if this man was in the business, if this merchant was in the business of seeking beautiful pearls, what is this that he shall gain by owning one pearl? Of course, if it is such of a great price, he cannot sell it. It has to be his for keeps. But the moment he keeps or continues keeping that pearl, how shall, how shall he subsist? How shall he live? 
knowing that he's a merchant and he derives his subsistence chiefly from the business of pearls. And it brings to mind the fact that this is not just about pearls. This is not just about common trade. This has to do with something greater, grander, of great price, we are told. When he had found one pearl of great price, beloved in the heart of man, mankind, there is a desire, a desire for something great. There is a void in the heart of every man that has to be filled with something. In our lives, some have filled that void with riches, others have filled it with pleasure, others have filled it with men and women, others have filled it with family, others have filled it with their careers, others have filled it with the environment, and so many other things that this world has to offer. And like that merchant, many are seeking beautiful pearls, they are seeking beautiful pearls because they think in those beautiful pearls they shall find rest and peace for their souls. But there is something that happens. Because in the course of seeking beautiful pearls they do not satisfy, one thing alone can satisfy the heart of man. One thing alone can quench the thirsting soul of man. One thing alone is able to cleanse each guilty stain. And that is the pearl of great price. We are told that this merchant, when he found this pearl of great price, he sold all that he had and bought this pearl. Because this pearl was of such a great price, it could not be sold to another. Neither could it be endorsed on another. So how did he live? We need to look no further than the word of God. Because this parable Christ gave to illustrate how the kingdom of heaven looks like. If you read Matthew chapter 6, and the verse is 33, come on to us. But let us just appreciate this concept. It says, But seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Like many of us who are seeking beautiful pearls, like the merchant, many of us are seeking beautiful pearls, that we may maintain our life, that we may maintain our status, that we may maintain that which we want. But this man, this merchant, did not find great joy until he found the pearl of great price. Beloved, what is it that you have been seeking? What is it that you have been seeking through and through? The word of God is reminding us, seek first the kingdom and all these things shall be added. That is the only explanation why this merchant, upon getting the great, the pearl of great price, sold everything. Why? Because with that pearl of great price, he would get everything else added to him. It is such a beautiful story, isn't it? That Christ desires that we seek him. And the beauty is, if you seek him, you will find him. And we are supposed to seek God while he is still to be found. A time is coming. A time is coming when there shall be a hunger and a thirst. Not a hunger and thirst for food, but for the word of God. So, friend, while the God is calling us, while God is calling us, be in time. Be in time and find that pearl of great price. Be in time and appreciate that God is calling out to you. Be in time and know that when you seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness, it is closely tied 
not to seek the kingdom of God and maintain a worldly standard. No, seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All this shall be added, clothing, food, shelter, occupation, career, family, love, all that shall be added. God requests this one thing of you. Have you found the pearl of great price? Would you want to find the pearl of great price? Join me in this prayer. Everlasting Father, we desire to find the pearl of great price that is likened unto the kingdom of heaven. For we want to be there with you, dear Jesus. When you come in glory, we want to be caught up in the clouds with you. Give us grace to trust you. Teach us to wait upon you. And Lord, I know this dear listener who has been seeking other beautiful pearls, but what he has found is just discouragement, disease, infirmities. And Lord, this one more time, he wants to get that pearl of great price. In seeking your kingdom, be found. Abide in him, Lord, and teach them your word of truth. This I pray, knowing that you have answered. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, be in time and find that pearl of great price. Till next time, be blessed. Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you're blessed just like I was. We value your feedback. Send us your views, comments, or questions about the show to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Email us at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. Until next time, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. God bless you abundantly. Lost in the night. Lost in the night. Giving no heed to his burden of sorrow.
smile.